0: Okay, so this isn't exactly an Edinburgh-based story, but these are tales that have fascinated me since I was first told them, in the mid-1990s. So I feel I have a responsibility to share and keep them alive. Some of my favourite memories of growing up are the weeks where my mum would take us for our summer holidays to Pitlochry in Perth, which is known as the heart of Scotland. Pitlochry and the surrounding area is just picture-perfect Scotland filled with monroes, glens, rivers, big trees and incredibly named places such as Enoch Do and Killiecrankie. Just as important as its natural beauty is its rich history and Perth has been at the centre of Scottish history for hundreds of years. I remember my mum being blown away by the area. She always talked about how much she hoped to live in the area in the future. Cue her 20th birthday and her youngest son moving out and that's exactly what she did. When she and my dad upped sticks and moved to Kinloch Rannock, on the edge of the famous Rannock Moor. The property they bought was huge, old and rundown, but perfect for them. Lairn Farm sat on the shores of Loch Rannock and came with more than 200 acres of land, the shell of some stables, the ruins of some ancient black houses which are old style houses crofters used to live in, and its very own ghost stories. The first story could probably better be described as a UFO story rather than a ghost story, by modern thinking. It's not an apparition, a noise, or an everyday object moving, but a glowing light that's seen moving across the surface of the lock, always at night, always emanating from the same location, and always disappearing at the same spot. In 1937, author Alistair MacGregor wrote in his book The Peat Fire Flame that A light in the form of a ball sometimes is seen skimming the surface of the water. This light always rises at the same spot, travels the same short distance and likewise disappears at the same place. The farmhouse on Lairn sat high above the shores of Loch Rannock, and enjoyed a cracking view along the length of the loch. One dark evening, and I've never known true darkness until I stayed my first night at Lairn, its black as pitch at night, as my mum was getting ready to go to sleep. She climbed the stairs and looked out of the landing window overlooking the lock. To her surprise, she could see a light out on the lock, Not above the lock, but emanating from under the waters. Confused, she watched this light for a few seconds until it dimmed out of sight. Given the ghost light is supposed to be seen above and skimming the water, she figured that what she'd seen was a fisherman lowering a light into the lock, and not the fabled ghost light of Rannoch. Our second story takes place on the lands of Lyrne itself. Due to its location above the banks of the loch, there is an old road leading up to the farm buildings that's now used as a driveway. No longer than a quarter mile, there are, as yet, no electric lights to guide you up the drive to the farm, so you can understand how unnerving an experience it would be to walk this route in the dead of night. Now imagine you're walking this in the pitch black, and in the distance, you hear the rumble of wheels over gravel then the unmistakable pounding of horses' hooves and the sounds of horses' braying growing quickly ever closer. For hundreds of years, that's what people have heard thundering up the drive to learn Farm, culminating with the apparition of a black carriage pulled by horses and pulling up outside the farmhouse door. I don't know much about the origins of this story, but if memory serves, the carriage, like the banshee, is meant to be a portent of death. I've walked that driveway at night many a time, and every time I've listened for the whinny of horses in the distance. Thankfully, I never encountered this horrifying spectre. Our third and final story is my favourite of the trio. The road to Lairn is long, mainly single track, which snakes along the shoreline of the loch, and is a lovely road to drive. There's a bit of a landmark, for want of a better expression, that signals you've entered onto Leon Farmland. A simple stone on the north side of the road. The stone isn't massive, nor a mythical standing stone. But it's an important stone nonetheless, and this is where our ghost emanates from. Literally. Before motor cars, horses were our Porsches of the day. If you want to get somewhere quickly, jump on Dobbin and off you trot. The local postman would make his rounds on horseback starting from Kinlochranach at the east end of the loch, making his way anticlockwise round the shores until he arrived back in Kinlochrannock. On one occasion, as he approached the boundary of Lairn, he neared what would become known as the Ghost Stone. His horse started to bray and stopped at the precise moment a white apparition appeared from the stone and stood in the middle of the road. Although he could see the spirit, he could see no features and make out no clothes. It was just a white apparition in the shape of a person. His horse, panicked and frightened, turned and galloped away with our terrified postie clinging on for dear life. It said after this that the postman's horse would never go past this spot, no matter how much he tried. This meant our postman couldn't go past Learn Farm and had to instead make his way to its nearest neighbour then double back and go round the lock the other way. Which begs the question, why didn't he just get another horse?